0: Hi, welcome to another episode of When Women Speak, finding, leading, and leading with her voice. I am your host, Shirley King. When Women Speak is sponsored by Life on Power in the brand, What If She Knew She Was Powerful, a leadership development and women empowerment consultant agency. Our guest for this episode, I am so excited for this guest. I have known this wonderful individual for a very long time. As a matter of fact, you could probably say she's one of the great reasons that I'm here right now hosting When Women Speak. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Sonia Jackson-Miles is the founder of the Sister Accord Foundation and the author of The Sister Accord, 51 ways to love your sister and 51 ways to love your children. She is married and she is the mother of two adult sons. The Sister Accord Foundation has three areas of focus, educating girls and women, enlightening girls and women of the power of sisterhood in eradicating bullying and violence against girls and women. She is also the founder and CEO of the group of the sister Accord of the Accord Group LLC, which is a leadership development, executive coaching, employee engagement, branding and diversity consultancy. She launched her dream walking executive coaching and leadership development program in 2015. And she now has hundreds of dream walkers, mentees. But before launching the sister Accord business full time, Sanya was an executive in corporate America with over 20 years of experience, managing over $20 billion in spend. She has worked for Ford Motor Company, the Gillette Company, and the Procter & Gamble Company. Her last corporate role was P&G's Director of Global Packaging and Purchasing, managing a $6 billion in spend. She has made her story. In the city of Cincinnati in 2016, Her Sister Accord Leadership Development Program was integrated into the curriculum of the Cincinnati's public school system. She is the co-founder of CPS's Girls to Women program. That's not all, we got a little bit more. In December, 2020, Sonya launched the Sister Accord Africa, the winner's circle to drive meeting her goal listen to this goal, everybody. The goal is 1 billion girls and women learning how to love themselves and each other. Sister Accord chapters will be established across the continent. In January, 2021, sign was named as a leader making black history by the Cincinnati USA regional chapter. And let's not forget the divide nine. She's also a member of the Psi Psi Omega chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. Sonia, welcome to When Women
1: Speak. Finding oh. the future. I'm so excited to have you. Oh my goodness, sister. You know how much I love you. And so being here today is so very special to me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your yes. And the yes that you've given me over
0: the years, the love is shown all the time. And I appreciate you so much. Thank you. But guests, you want to get into this. I'm telling you, you know that my guests have fire. The answer to these questions, but and I've said this before, but this guest right here, you want to get your journals and your pens. <laughs> whether, you li- whether you're whether you're listening to this replay and make sure you're ready to rewind and rewind because it's gonna be some nuggets dropped in this.
1: Yes,
0: let's get started, Sonya. The first one is, what does it mean for you when
1: you hear the statement? Find her voice. Oh, we and let me just say, wow, when I was mentoring you and getting you to, together, listen, all of this awesomeness that God planted inside of you as he formed you in your mother's womb, I am blown away. I'm blown away by what you are doing. It is so necessary and needed. And so I, I'm just so proud. My heart literally is smiling. And so when I think about that question, mm-hmm. it reminds me of my journey. And for so many years, how I the the self-talk, the stuff that's in the back of the mind that I talk about that yeah. we have to purge because it literally causes fear. I just I think about that because I ran from what I was called to do my purpose the thing that I was created to do I ran from it for so many years because I was afraid because I didn't believe that I had the ability and capability to bring forth all of these amazing things that I thought I was hearing, but I was comfortable. And so I had to move from being comfortable to courageous from being fearful to fearless. And the journey of that is everything that you just asked in that question, because it wasn't until I sat still, and recognized the power within see I was afraid of the word power I was afraid of my own power right and that's what happens to us and so what do we do we hide the light here I am I'm putting it under here right we hide the light oh I can't do that I can't go there I can't walk that way and so just being free to walk in what I believe I was created to do is really the essence of that question. So yeah, there was
0: so much in that. I'm t- this is just question one, y'all. This is just the first conversation we're having. Sit still and recognize the power within because you had said you were running. So you had to stop running and sit I,
1: still. I had to stop running. <laughs> <laughs> How many of us are running, sister? We're running, yes, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. I hope people really catch this and really let it marinate in your soul because we have to stop running. I call it the power of the pause. And when we pause long enough to really assess what's going on, then we can make better decisions. The power of the pause. Mm -hmm. And pause is an acronym, so we can get into that uh, a little later. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you listen, you, you know that I'm an acronym person. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got it honestly from my... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's easy for people to remember when we, you know, create these acronyms. So, yes, I um, I, I am a big believer in making things easy for people. To digest and then to be able to use. Mm. Again, I get it from my big sis.
0: <laughs> and so let's dive into this second point of um, conversation, Sonia. Sonia, have you ever had a voiceless experience? Woo,
1: wee. You're <laughs> just trying to get there. me to this. Just, just tell it all. <laughs> <laughs> finding women speak. That's exactly what we do.
0: We give you the truth, not
1: purpose. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, um, I have so many different moments where, um, you know, I felt invisible. Have you ever felt invisible sister? Absolutely. Yes. And And I had to ask myself, why do I feel this way? You know, what's what's really going on? And I had to recognize that. Guess who was the root cause of why I was feeling invisible? And in some instances, why I was showing up as the invisible woman? Remember that? Wasn't it a TV show? Invisible Man? Yes, it sure was i mean i was it it was me (laughs) even he had the power to come on now or to be seen do you do you want me to run around the room and like do cartwheels right now get what you he had the ability so what i had to recognize was it was me in so many instances i was showing up as the invisible woman and not really letting my light shine. And so I had to ask myself, why, why was I doing this? Right. And so, uh, I created as part of dreamwalking, as you know, uh, we have dream phobia where we're just literally scared. And, and there are two types of people in this whole, from my experiences, mm-hmm. in this whole journey of dream phobia and, and mm. acknowledging and, 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 and being diagnosed with it. Mm. It's the people who play it safe. Mm. I'm a it safe girl, always got to overthink it and overthink it and overthink it some more. Or, you know, in, in a lot of, um, instances, we just don't want to shine our light because we're afraid that of what people are going to say, what are they going to think? We feel like we have to be the shrinking violent. And so I ask people all the time, you know, which, which path are you on? What's going on? And for me, that playing it safe showed up as being the perfectionist, being the overthinker. I had to think about it 50,000 times before I moved. Well, the opportunity might be gone by the time you've overthought it. Yes. And so I had to really do a lot of self reflection that caught an introspection emotional intelligence is one of the most incredible things to build it's a skill so you know you got to build the skill build the muscle get your reps up so that muscle Uh Mm -hmm. and and that um, that journey for me helped me to recognize Wow Sonia it's you (laughs) you're the problem And so when you get yourself together and start operating consistently and showing up consistently, then people don't have to guess who you are, what you stand for, what you're doing, and they can just embrace it. And so that's what I think what I have experienced because I have a mentee from every continent, with the exception of Antarctica, and I see this amongst all different women, all different backgrounds. Uh, these are the kinds of things that, that I see often, that dream phobia, playing small, staying small to please others, or, uh, you know, being safe uh, to, to please yourself, you know, because you're afraid. And um, that's what I had to really address so that I could move forward out of that voiceless phase mm-hmm. that I was feeling. So you discovered it was you. You (laughs) have the power to move out of that phase. And
0: there was one word that you used, Saya, was consistently. Meaning you couldn't do it today. Yeah. And then you were invisible. Then play invisible for another two weeks, and then do it again and play invisible again for another three months. You had to do it consistently. Right. And I think
1: I can venture to say that to do it consistently. That's how you build up your courage. That's right, that's right, sister. That's it. That's it. That's all. <laughs> that's it. That's all.
0: <laughs> and um, my my next inquiry, Sanya, is why should the voices of women and their values even matter? why should the voices of women and their values matter? In wherever they are, relationships, careers, business, at the table, in the room, in the chair, why should the voices of women
1: and their values matter? We're fearfully and wonderfully made. If I could just get all of my sisters to recognize that part, we could shut this thing down. I believe that the most egregious issues that our world, that our country is facing, guess who can solve it? Guess who's got to stand up and walk in power to solve it? It's how we're wired. And so for so many years, what I realized is as I was working in corporate America in, at Ford, Gillette, and, and Procter and & Gamble, so often women believe they have to act like men in order to accept. Right? Mm-hmm. So... When I got to the place of understanding, no, there's something really special about our power that we, what we bring to the workplace, what we bring to our families, what we bring to our friendships and sisterhood. We have to learn how to embrace it. And so once we do, that's why my goal is a billion girls and women learning how to love themselves and each other. Cause listen, once we do that and we come together, we will be unstoppable. All of these issues that we see plaguing our country and the world, we will be the ones to actually fix it. I'm convinced of that. So that's why, I'm so, that's why I quit my job to do this work, because I am so passionate about it. And I, I believe from in the depths of my soul that that's what it's going to take for us to solve these, these most egregious issues that we're, we're dealing with. I agree
0: wholeheartedly, Sonya. I remember when I contacted you, um, <laughs> when I was tapped, when God tapped me about this and I didn't understand why there needed to be another person empowering women.
1: Yeah. And right in
0: the middle of a corporate conference at at the for the role I'm skilled at, that there was something on the screen about Ben, the 2016 um global secretary, United Nations Secretary, Ken Ken Bunyan. And he was naming the things that the world need. Mm. Water, right? We need mm. clean water. We need food. We mm. need um health. Yes. And then he said, women empowerment. I got knocked <laughs> off of my chair. That is when I needed to reach out to somebody who understood. And that was Sonya for me because initially wow. I didn't think you shouldn't be there's not a need for anybody else. I kept saying, God, there's no need for anybody else to do that. Mm-mm. But he kept showing oh. me. The yes. So we talk about global and women solving problems. I heard it with my own ears.
1: Yes. Yes. And there's enough room for all of us, which is why the sister court principles are are designed the way that they are, because in so many instances, people will say, Oh, well, there's no room for me. Listen, nobody can do it like you. Nobody can do it. Like Shirley, nobody can do it like Sonia because of these things that were planted inside of us. Nobody can do it like us. It's Nobody all our uniqueness that we bring to this work, and that's what's needed. Yes. People receive information differently. You know, things will resonate with certain people a certain way, and so there's a there's room for all of us. There's room for all of us. I often like to say. You get a group, you
0: get a group, you get a group because <laughs> there's a group of people assigned to each one of us exactly. around the world.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so Sonia, you created a strategy for you to begin to no longer be invisible.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: can you describe and share experience when when that happened? There was a plenty of times from your bio that you were leading with your voice. But can you share a specific experience whereas you 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 said to yourself oh i got it now i i like you made a decision or whatever it is um that convinced you that now i am really leading with my voice
1: yes i remember i've never shared this publicly before so it just it's so fitting that i would share with you right (laughs) i I was having a one-on-one session with a uh uh a supervisor and um i was talking about all of the things that my team and i that we had accomplished Mm -hmm. and uh she said well i i i'm not sure i can't uh how does she say it i can't be certain that your leadership is the reason why you had these results Mm. And I said, wait a minute. Like, have you ever seen these results before? Has anyone in this role ever gotten these results before? No. Okay. So I come in, I have a plan for how I lead, which is servant leadership, embracing, bringing people together, being innovative, being creative, no limits like I don't put any boundaries and limits on on my team and we get these kind of results, but you can't be certain that is my leadership. And that was just an aha moment for me. I knew then that I had to advocate for myself because it was clear that my leader was not supervisor was not going to advocate for me. Mm. And so often in, in, you know, I do a lot of executive coaching, a lot of work with leaders uh, at all levels in companies. And so often, you know, I, I talk about that advocacy piece because I made assumptions and I think a lot of people make assumptions about what our bosses are doing. And in a lot of instances, you'd be surprised what they might be saying in that room when your name comes up. And so I knew then that I had to have advocates in a variety of different places and spaces, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I knew at different levels. I needed to have advocates because I couldn't rely on the person who should have been advocating for me to do it. And so that's when my voice, honey, it went to another whole level. I was like, look, I am going to make sure that people are clear, not in a braggadocious, because, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. arrogant, not with ego. Ego has no place in true leadership, mm-hmm. but wow. in a way that was authentic and transparent about what I had done yes. to make sure that we got those results. And so I never shared that publicly before, but that was a ooh, that was an interesting meeting. <laughs> thank
0: you for sharing it with our guests for those that 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 every week you tune in to when women speak you've heard a few times first time i've shared this because when women speak is special we're on a mission for you to amplify your voice yes that's exactly why when women speak web series exists for you to amplify your voice because i don't know what i don't know so, the guests are able to share their experiences with us authentically. Sonya, thank you so much for giving me that gift. Yeah, you're welcome. It's my honor. So, we've had guests that have had all different, different types of uh, responses to this question. <laughs> and so, the, the statement, leaving with your voice, that can convey various meanings, Sonya. But what does that phrase leaving with your voice convey for you?
1: Well, I just remember that very challenging decision that I had to make, Mm -hmm. recognizing that I had a calling and recognizing that there was work for me to do that I had been running from and (laughs) recognizing that I was going to be walking away from a lot of stuff that I had worked very hard for. Right. I, I mm. went to school, I studied, I did things that I was supposed to do. I was checking boxes. Am I really getting ready to just walk away from that with this decision to leave Procter and Gamble? I said, gosh, you know, it's time I'm going to do it afraid
0: mm. I'm going to take
1: these stock options and bet on me versus mm. them sit there. And um, I really felt like I left with my voice because the things how I was showing up in the workplace and the things that I was doing, really starting at Ford, really starting at my internships. You know, I, I, I had some amazing internships in college. And so what was that thread? What did I care about? And how do I continue to recognize that it's part of my voice, it's part of my purpose, and then leave with it intact, right? And I always say to people, leave well, because you never know, right? Mm -hmm. But what what may happen in the future, but I realized that I embraced my voice. I first had to find it, then I embraced it, and then I left with it. And now I continue to use it to move to my next level of excellence. And then when I get there, it's time to move to my next level of excellence. And then when I get there, it's time to move to the next level of excellence. And that's what that whole leaving with my, my, my voice. It, it's leading with my voice and leaving with my voice. Did
0: y'all hear that? Y'all heard the three? So let me just remind you what the three was that she just shared with you, finding embracing and then leaving that embrace period though is important. That's right. I believe Sonya, if you don't embrace it,
1: then you leave a lot on the table. That's right. That's right. Sister. Absolutely. And it's time out for that. We've done enough of that. (laughs) The table. Mm
0: <laughs> the table is full with our voices. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sonia, I don't guess, I don't know about you, but I like, I could go on and on with this particular episode, but it's time for me to ask Sonia. Sonia, what are the last words you have for the when women speak guests and those that are listening and those that are listening to a replay six months from now, six years from now, mm-hmm. what are your last words for our guests?
1: What I want—I have so many things that I could say, but I'm going to pair. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to it down to this: there is always a seat at the table for excellence. Focus on being excellent in every aspect of what you do. In so many instances, people will try to take shortcuts. There are no shortcuts to excellence. You have to do the work. You have to roll up the sleeves you have to care, you have to serve. And when you do, the outcomes will blow your mind, exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever think of or ask for. And so that's my wish and prayer for each and every one of you. Excellence. And if you didn't notice, she gave you two,
0: def- do two definitions for caring and serving. You gotta Without care. That, excellence doesn't exist. You gotta care. You gotta care. care. Sonia, thank you so much for showing up here at <laughs> When Women Speak. I have enjoyed this episode.
1: Thank
0: you. When Women Speak Again is sponsored by Life on Power in the brand. Whether she knew she was powerful. Sonia, how do our guests contact you?
1: How do they get in touch with you? So I'm on all social media platforms except TikTok. I haven't done TikTok. So I am the T H E sister S I S T E R Accord A C C O R D on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, on LinkedIn. I'm Sonya S O N I A Jackson Miles M Y L E S. We have a Facebook page, The Sister Accord. And, um, you know, I, you, you can reach out to me, uh, DM me. Uh, I'm here to serve. And so please don't hesitate to reach out.
0: And let's just say she will respond to you. Oh Yes, absolutely. And, and you, you see this voice that you can embrace right now in this show. That's exactly what she sounds like in DMs and in messages <laughs> and in Texas. But thank you for joining us for another episode of When Women Speak. I am your host, Shirley King, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the When Women Speak podcast. Now on the live podcast network.